to Canton Cannabis. Hemp is no longer a federally controlled substance, and Ohio has recognized it as a commodity. This is your host, Kelly Beyer, and I've got your CBD update with insight from Kelsey O'Connor, a spine specialist at Omni Orthopedics. I'm the interventional spine specialist, so I work exclusively in non-operative sports and spine injuries, so people helping people with primarily low back pain, but also neck, hip, shoulders, knee pain. Um, my approach to uh, pain management is a non-opioid or non-medical management approach in that we use um, interventions including injections, um, neuromodulation, um, other types of adjuvant medications that are non-opioid or non-pain pill in nature to try to improve the patient's pain control, functional ability, and get them back to a more uh, happier level of, of activity. Okay. And then um, so to start off then, I guess, could you just sort of give me an overview of how you were introduced to CBD and how you are using it in that practice? Well, certainly I've had plenty of patients ask me about this when we talk about managing their ongoing, primarily for low back or other large joint pain complaints. When patients ask me about it in evaluation, I usually treat it um, like I do any other supplement. So I always like to inform them that this is an FDA regulated, so there's no regulatory body indicating that what they say or what they're selling is true in terms of percentage of, of purity or uh, marketing claims, um, and that it needs to be treated as such um, as a actual supplement more than a primary um, management tool. Um, that being said, I've had a lot of patients anecdotally tell me that they feel like it does improve their chronic pain. Um, This isn't something that's a magic pill or a magic oil. It's definitely going to take away all the pain. But in combination with some lifestyle modifications, increased activity, strengthening of the core, some of my interventions that I can do to help decrease the irritation in terms of nerve and muscle, um, it can have a, a cumulative effect to help improve the patient's pain tolerance and and functional ability. Um, I usually recommend patients uh, try it out for anywhere from 10 to 14 days as instructed. Um, I usually advise them to go to a health food store or a reputable GNC, um, Earth Fair, kind of vitamin um, specialty that has a wide variety because price points can be an issue with these supplements, um, as well as the CBD oil, which would be in that category. Um, it's real easy to quite quickly be paying $20, $30, $40 for a small bottle. Um, and again, because it's not FDA regulated, we have no kind of quality to control to exactly know the purity and, and the actual percentage of what is in that oil or supplement that's actually the CBD compound. I usually recommend a trial of 10 to 14 days if they can afford it in terms of, you know, monetary resource. See how that goes. If it makes a difference for them, that's fantastic. They're welcome to continue it. Um, There's not uh, a a terrible amount of severe uh, medication interactions on the average patient, but certainly it is something that you should consult with your doctor prior to adding on because even herbal supplements and CBD oil would, of course, be in that group can have medication interaction. So you just want to make sure that you run it by your, you know, either your specialist for pain or your primary care physician so that you're not causing more harm than good at the onset. Um, 
some people get relief from it, some people don't. It's kind of the same thing that if you wanted to go try a turmeric supplement for anti-inflammatory improvement of like knee pain or back pain. For the inflammation component, you can try it. If it helps, that's great. You're welcome to continue it as long as it's approved by your physician and your medications aren't going to interact. If not, there's no need to really continue on it. Um, That's pretty much how I talk to my patients about CBD oil and what I think the role of it is. So. Okay. And how did you get started? Were the patients brought, brought up the CBD and interest in it, or were you someone that looked into it and suggested it? Um, it's more been patient-driven in terms of questioning of whether they should try it or can try it. Um, sometimes the um, a lot of my patient population is, uh, you know, older, and sometimes the um, younger uh, child or grandchild asks about it in the office visit. Uh, Sometimes they bring it up themselves. Sometimes they've seen advertisements and they wonder about it. Um, And again, I really gear them towards the the kind of understanding of this is a supplemental thing. It uh, has not been, you know, rigorously studied or tested or regulated by the FDA, so I can't fully, you know, endorse it or prescribe it as a primary treatment. But if you have the means to try it and it helps, and it's okay with your medications and, and what we're using it for, it's appropriate, then it's something that, you know, we add on and, and kind of can have this continued supplemental uh, improvement for, for managing pain and inflammation. Okay. And when would you say the first patient expressed interest in this? and Has it grown in recent years? Um, yeah, I mean, I was, uh, I've been here at Omni Orthopedics for about three years now. Um, when I first started, it was few and far between asking about this. I think the interest in it has gone up, as has the marketing and um, the exposure of the everyday person to understanding what CBD oil is, as well as the medical marijuana laws changing in the state of Ohio. Um, the nice thing and why I you know, will encourage a trial of CBD oil versus just jumping into using something like medical marijuana is that the CBD oil does not have that THC component that's going to give you that kind of loopy high or elevated mood feeling. It's really working just on the cannabinoid receptors to help decrease pain amplification and general inflammation in the body. So that's often a common question people ask about it is, is this CBD oil, is this going to make me feel high or, you know, give me that kind of loopy feeling? And and not typically, it's not designed to, to have that like a medical marijuana or the whole marijuana plant may um, but it's definitely increasing, um, and I think part of that is just because of the ubiquity of where we see CBD oil marketed now and, and where we can find it. I mean, you go to the grocery store, Giant Eagle has it. Some of the gas stations will advertise for it. And that's why I usually gear my patients to do a Whole Foods um, or a vitamin kind of supplement store because the staff is usually more knowledgeable about the different types, and it's usually... Um, a higher quality product than, you know, some of the things that you get just in the grocery store or at other, you know, pop-up stands kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And have there been any sort of adverse reactions that patients have reported or any that in researching it you've come across? Not that I've seen, really. Um, I've had some patients who try it and say that it hasn't helped or made too much of a difference, so they've just stopped treatment. Um, I have not seen anybody have any sort of allergic or adverse reaction to it. Um, But, again, it's a kind of a case-by-case determination that should be made with your physician regarding the starting of any sort of uh, supplemental treatment, including, you know, vitamins, herbs, and, and now CBD oil. 
Okay. And is there a specific, I know there's the oil and now there's CBD infused about everything. Is there a type of product that you recommend or anything, you know, in your own research you found to be more effective? Not really. I think primarily the patients that I've talked about have used it more as an oil form. Um, whether that's taking a few drops like on the tongue daily, I think is the most popular way I've seen people report uh, using it. But, you know, certainly um, it's kind of the new up-and-coming thing in terms of the health food supplement and that it's being kind of infused into more and more than just the pure oil. So um, I haven't encountered too much of people saying it in terms of, like, food or snacks or anything like that, but um, definitely more more oil-based. You mentioned a recommended amount of time to sort of try it out. And what about dosage? Is there any recommendations you offer on that? Not typically because, again, it's not regulated. So you can buy different percentages of the CBD oil. Um, But, again, because it's unregulated, it's hard for me to truly say, yeah, you're definitely getting 13%, and at 13%, you know, I can't give a specific time range. I usually would tell them to, to read the instructions and follow the instructions on the label and uh, definitely don't surpass anything that they recommend as the manufacturer. And then, of course, you know, talking to the local pharmacist or salesperson in the store that may have some advanced knowledge on this more than, than I do as a physician because, again, it's not an FDA-regulated uh, prescription-based medication or even over-the-counter uh, medication, it's more a supplement. So it's hard to to accurately dose any supplement um, or vitamin because it's just not that, that regulation for us to, to say this is the uniform dose that's been tested, tried, and true in research. Mm-hmm. And is there any risk of overdosing, in your opinion? I mean, I think with anything, there's always the risk of overdose, for sure. Um, so that's, again, you want to really... Uh, read the instructions. You know, people can go out and buy Tylenol and, and definitely overdose and have serious medical side effects. So I think anything you ingest in your body, you always have the propensity to have um, side effect and overdose, so you definitely want to maintain the actual instructions. Um, and if you're having to use more and more than what is written down or what's suggested, um, then clearly it, it's not having the desired effect, and it might not just be something that works uh, uh, for you or your situation at that point. So I'd recommend discontinuing. Okay. And you mentioned earlier also about being wary of other drugs you might be taking at the same time. Uh, are there any in particular you know of that interact with CBD? Um, not at this point at the top of my head that I can really kind of list off because the, the research just isn't there. But there's always that, that worrisome, of course, you know, high risk is anything that always kind of triggers my my. Uh, Antennae is kind of any sort of blood thinning medication. You know, that's a very serious need to have that, whether that's for stroke prevention, cardiac issues, blood clots. Um, There can be a lot of interactions with vitamins and supplements as well with those medications, and you just don't want to decrease the the efficacy of a medication that's prescribed to you for, um, you know, something like cardiovascular or uh, blood clots. That's That's a serious issue. Okay. And then I know drug tests typically test for THC levels, but at this rate, do you know if there's any risk of this sort of supplement showing up on a drug test? Yeah, that's still kind of a wild card. Um, Certainly, if you're using the medical marijuana plant, the THC will test positive on your standard uh, drug screen that we use in the medical field. 
As far as CBD oil, in theory, it should not. But again, without you know really FDA regulation, there's hard for me to say exactly how pure is this. Is there maybe a slight THC component that's enough to be detectable in a urine drug screen? Possibly. Um, so. You know, if that's an issue and you're concerned about having to have, you know, random drug screens or drug screens for work, school, or what have you, um, I would recommend avoiding it as the safest option at that point. Okay. And I assume this isn't something you studied when um, going into your career. Have you since sort of learned on your own anything, or how are you sort of approaching this? Um, it's it's um, was very just in its infancy when I graduated from my residency, which was in Loyola University in Chicago, um, and I just had some patients starting to ask me about it. Um, and you know, the same way we were trained to, to to ask about when turmeric or glucosamine and chondroitin were the big supplements, um, you know, that's kind of how my mentors had passed down uh, the information. To, on how to handle it, um, again, because it is pretty wildly un, unregulated, unlike the medications, the prescription or, or rigorous over-the-counter medications. Uh, it's been more independent, so, um, you know, every now and then we get um, journal articles and, and other sources of kind of information um, through the Internet and email blasts and just kind of reading about it and seeing what um, what new research is coming out. I haven't seen anything recently that really has piqued my interest or really, you know, dramatically changed my position on it. Um, but, you know, it, it is kind of the newer hot topic in terms of um, research as well for, for pain patients. Okay. And if there are any people out there considering CBD or wondering what it might be best for, is there any, um, you know, I guess advice you'd give them or where to start? Um, well, I think you need to have a, this conversation with your doctor or back pain specialist. Um, again, because it needs to have a medication reconciliation, make sure that it's an appropriate supplement for you to start. Um, a lot of people feel it helps with, uh, you know, chronic pain that hasn't responded to other um, intervention options. Um, you know, chronic arthritic pain, people have reported relief with chronic musculoskeletal or muscular pain. Um, people have reported some relief with as well, um, and that's pretty much my specialty. So in terms of other types of, you know, internal, abdominal, or any sort of other neurologically driven pain, hard for me to kind of comment on that. But in terms of the musculoskeletal world, um, people have noted that it, it works so far as it can help decrease the intensity and frequency, but, you know, it's not a magic pill. It's not going to take away everything and, and make you feel like you're, you know, 25 again.